Hey, what's up, little boomers? Welcome into episode 147 of the podcast. Before we get going, got to talk about our great sponsor, High Bank Distillery. Hey, uh, High Bank Distillery has an amazing happy hour from 3 to 6, Monday through Friday. You can enjoy half off High Bank cocktails and spirits, $2 off shareables, and $1 off all draft beers and wines. For more details, go to highbankco.com. They're located right there across from the Grandview Yard. A uh, fantastic local distillery right here in Columbus, Ohio, so go support them. Highbankco.com for more details. Hey, don't forget to check out shoptheartillery.com. Just drop some new merch in there. He's got balls, clearly talking about Liam Foodie. PLD, maybe, right? I mean, they all got balls. I'm fairly confident they all do have balls, yes. Check it out, shoptheartillery.com. Oh, the new uh, Ohio Five Line hat is in there now as well. Pretty dope hat. Uh, you got to have it. They're going quick. so They're going quick, and if you haven't got it yet, it's because we got to make more. That's right. Also, check out Jennings Java. Uh, JenningsJava.com. Cannon Powder is our coffee. Uh, they have some other great stuff as well. Check them out, JenningsJava.com. When you're done buying coffee, head to ShopTheArtillery.com. Buy a shirt. Hey, Fifth Line, this is Greg Murray, the voice of the Columbus Blue Jackets, and you're listening to the Artillery Podcast with Jordan, Warren, and Kyle. It's not too late to turn this off. They've got no idea what they're talking about. Uh, honestly, I have no idea why I even agreed to do this intro for them. What's up, little boomers? Welcome into episode 146 of the podcast. Hello, I'm Kyle. I'm Kyle. Warren is not with us again today, so you just get the Jordan Kyle show. Not sorry about that. Uh, hey, things you love to see, a series tied 1-1. You'd love to see it. Sorry, I was checking. I, I'm very distracted right now. I am kind of upset because my internet is only working for Jordan in my apartment. <laughs> Um, so I'm checking the spectrum, and it says there's an outage in our area. Well, well how am I getting the how am I getting your Wi-Fi though? I think I don't know. Okay, it's probably because I have an Apple and you do not. You're probably right. Yes. Uh, but yeah, series tied one one. Jackets. Uh, I would say came out of the gate strong in game two, but it, that really was not the case. Not even close. <laughs> no. I tweeted uh oh in the first five <laughs> minutes because yes. I thought after that Kucherov goal. This is it. We're going to yeah. get swept. It, I felt it. It didn't look good. The first 10 minutes, first 12 minutes, the Jackets, did. they failed to even register a shot. And I... Yeah, that's wow. And as much as, you know, you don't want to count out your, your beloved team, it just didn't look very promising from an offensive side of things. And, and also, we had guys out. You know, Gerby was out. Atkinson was out. Granted, Atkinson has not been having the greatest postseason in terms of getting the puck to the net, but still, you know, he could turn it on at any moment. So you got a guy like that out. Going to probably affect your offense a little bit. And, yeah, the first 10 to 12 minutes, man, I was kind of watching like, I hope to God this is not how this series is going to go because our team is better than that. After the, It can't be like yeah, – all I was sitting here thinking was – it cannot go like this after five overtimes. No. It can't no. this can't happen. It can't. And it didn't. It didn't. It did not happen. And no, it's um this it's it's kind of ironic. I don't know if it I don't know if ironic's the right word. Uh it's kind of weird 
um, that with Cam out, the offense kind of woke up. I don't know if that has any. I don't know if that's any direct correlation. Uh, but after since Cam came out, you know, after that first twelve minutes, something just awoken. Uh, I, Cam didn't play the whole game, so don't get me wrong. It sounded like I was saying he played, but he didn't. Yeah. But the offense, I don't. Whatever. After the twelve minutes, they just they just woke up and there was they they looked like they were playing free, loose, uh, good passing. There was good passing the entire game. I'm not gonna put that burden on Cam Atkinson. I'm not him saying not being there, but. Uh, yeah, I don't think there's any correlation. That's what I, to I don't that. think. I was hoping there wasn't any correlation. No, but. I don't think so at all. I think you're absolutely crazy, actually. Uh, but okay, <laughs> I will. I do agree though. The offense did seem kind of free, kind of you know we were we we seemed to lock it down pretty pretty early defensively as well. Um, after Kucherov scored, I mean, literally Tampa Bay didn't have much going for them, and you love to see it. So, I mean. After we came out flat, Ryan Murray gets us on the board. Yeah, who, <laughs> whoever had Ryan Murray uh, scoring the first goal of that game, you're a liar. You are a liar, and if you did, go buy a lottery ticket because I don't <laughs> think anybody had Ryan Murray getting the first goal of that game. Glass and, bones, Murs. Yeah, and uh, Bjorkstrand, he's now had two goals in two games. He's uh, heating up a little bit. That, this sounds familiar. Like we've been, like we've said this before this uh-huh. season. Yeah. Two goals, two games, three goals, three games, yeah. five goals, four games. And that goal was a, a beauty. Oh, yeah. Beautiful pass. I think it was from PLD from yeah. underneath the net. Top shelf. Was it maybe? Was it a little bar, bar down ski? A little uh, bit? A little bar down. Yeah. A little bit. Um, he did t- He did t- at the top, but it was beautiful. He, he read the, the goaltender come across the crease the entire way and went backside on him. It was it was a phenomenal. I, I will say it to him blue in the face. I think Oliver Bjorkshan is one of the best shots in the league. One of them. He has one of the best shots. I'll, I'll give you that, but he needs to have more confidence. He needs to fully get going, and he's slowly but surely getting there. He did this. That's what I was saying. He did this earlier this season, you yeah. know, and uh, we were talking, and then he got hurt. Yeah. So that, you know, I, who knows what he would have done if he wouldn't have gotten hurt. I mean, we've seen crazier things. Elvis had five shutouts in eight games earlier this season. I mean, things like that. Um, I think Bjorkstrand is, is kind of coming back to where he was when he was – getting the multiple goals per game, uh, this is a perfect time for him to start heating up. Uh, I, I Yeah, I hope so. I hope we are seeing the Bjorkstrand before he got hurt in the regular season because, like you said, he was getting a goal a game, if not two goals a game, for, for a couple instances through the regular season. So, yeah, if Bjorkstrand, if, if he is heating up at this particular time, no better time because we need <laughs> we need somebody in this offense – to take control and have a little confidence and put the damn puck on the net. And if Bjorkstrand's that guy, then please be, because that shot will get past the best goalies. And I'm, I'm excited. I mean, it did. It Va- did. Vasilevsky is <laughs> probably going to win the Vesna this year. Yeah. You're not wrong. He's definitely in, in the running. And uh, listen here, I, I'm not going to take credit for Winberg's goal. Okay, not not gonna take credit for it, but if you listen to last you podcast, shouldn't, because he did that all by himself, no, man. I think that was I a grown man move. It takes a little motivation, okay. And I have no doubt that some of the players sometimes listen to this podcast. Oh boy, we're doing this again. Okay, so <laughs> all I'm saying is, historically here at the artillery, we have called out players. We have pretty much shit on players essentially for not doing what they're supposed to do and. You're getting paid big bucks. You're a professional athlete, and when you shit your pants every now and again on the on the ice, we call you out here. 
And listen, Winberg has been, he has a pretty big, pretty lucrative contract, doesn't score any goals. Does he play well away from the puck? Whatever, yeah, he does. But Winberg. He doesn't play away from the puck well enough to make $5 million. No. But my God, the goal he had, if, you're, if your jaw did not hit the floor. Oh, my God. I wish I watched it alone. I know you watched it with Warren. Yeah. I was watching. I mean, Cora was terrified. <laughs> I was, I'm sure every neighbor heard me. Yeah. It was, what the fuck? I was screaming, what the fuck, multiple times. Why? I, how? How? Where did that come from? I don't know where it came from. I've never seen him attempt to do that ever. ever. What what a move. Yeah. Off the, first of all, the pass from Foodie was unbelievable. Yeah. And then for Winberg to take it off of his skate on side and then to grab it, go as Remmer put it very elegantly, how do you do? <laughs> how do you do? <laughs> Between his legs, off his skate again, and then around yeah. Vasilevsky. I mean, I, you can watch all the film you ever could possibly watch on Alexander Winberg, and you would never have guessed that he would have done <laughs> no, that. Never at all. The defense had no idea. I think the, the I think his teammates were shocked. I, if you put a pan to the bench, they were probably like, "Oh my god!" Oh, absolutely. They had it. I mean, did Felino even gave him gave him some love after that? Yeah. Like, wh- you know what I? I can't. I, be- I still can't believe it happened. Like, I I love that it happened, and oh my god, and that and that pretty much solidified the game. Oh, and, put the nail in the coffin. Yeah. E- even up two one, the entire time, like the way we were just defending, I just had that confidence in this team where I was like, you know what, I this is over. Because Tampa Bay was getting frustrated, and we'll, we'll get we, to that in a second. I'm not going to get to that point. One I mean, thing about Winberg, before we move on to another topic, uh, is I think it's funny how much we almost treat him like a child, <laughs> in the sense that when he does something good, everyone's like, oh my God, Winberg, you're a good boy. You did Look it. Look what you, you shot did. At the you net. can do that. But then he's probably just going to revert back to what he always does, and that's not score goals. But it, I think it's just funny, because even like the media and Tortorella... And it kind of goes back to what I said last podcast where he doesn't get a lot of shit because I don't think there's a lot of expectation on him. (laughs) PLD will get an earful from Tortorella because there's a lot of expectation on him because there's potential in PLD. I think we know what we have with Winberg. Well, uh, It's just kind of funny to me to see the media be like, oh, good job, Winnie. You you did it, boy. You did it. You finally did it. Oh, yeah. Even even the local local media, more than anything, is like... (laughs) Winberg scored. Oh yeah, Winberg shot and scored. Yeah, man, it's. I mean, I I like Winberg. He's a good dude, but yeah, we were talking about his contract, the five million. At this point, he's hit his ceiling, and it's not worth five million, in my opinion. Yeah, he'll look good in Seattle, but for the time being, hell of a goal. You love to see it. If Don't know where just the hell that's in Seattle. Came hopefully, from. we can just talk it into existence. <laughs> talk it into existence. Uh, but no, man. I mean, props to him. I'll, I'll give him the respect. And and little boomers, fifth line, you are welcome. I do take credit for that goal because uh, every time we talk shit about a player, usually they come out and they score the next game. So, yeah, I'm looking at you, Milano. Yeah, every time. Um, but anyways, in the words of Kyle, I I digress. I digress. <laughs> uh, but it do, it did seem though, uh, Tampa Bay. Seemed to be getting a little frustrated out there. Kucherov especially. Uh, it How, was yeah. It, it was very nice to see. First of all, Texi, I was going to tweet. It was a dumb tweet. That's why I didn't tweet it. I actually <laughs> deleted it. Since when has a dumb tweet ever stopped us from being tweeted? I don't know. Sometimes I just overthink things, okay? That's fair. Uh, 
anyways, Texier, uh, with, with what he was doing with Kucherov yesterday, he would he would do these little like you know stick on the leg little shoves here and there when the when he knew the refs weren't looking, mm-hmm. and then just kind of pissed Kucherov off. And we saw the one where like. He pushed off and then just kind of looked away and didn't look at Kucherov at all. <laughs> Act like he was completely innocent. Yeah, <laughs> it just didn't had, had zero reaction whatsoever to whatever Kucherov was doing. I love it. I man. love every second of that. Tex getting under Kucherov's oh. skin. I, I'm a big fan. I like it when the yeah when the camera pans to Texier, he just has the face of an innocent little boy. He's such he has such a baby face. <laughs> he does it's like it's like how can you call something on Texier? He's just he's a cute little boy. He is a kid. He's like, like twenty. You man. can't he's get 20, mad 21. at him. Yeah, especially going up against a guy like Kucherov, who's known to be just the biggest dick in hockey. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then after, even after that, Felino put must put him into his own bench. That really pissed him <laughs> off. Yeah. Oh dude, my god. If, if we can get under, I mean, if anybody's going to get suspended this series, it's going to be Kucherov. We've already seen it happen before. Right. And I, how many games till Felino or or Tex or somebody just pushes him too far to where he snaps and does something completely Warinsky. stupid? Yeah, I could see it. I mean, again, we saw it last, but I think that's the plan. That's what it seems like they're doing. It seems like they're just going after him after the whistle, you know, within the the laws of the game uh, without getting a roughing minor and just not reacting after that, just not wanting to fight him, just give him a little push, give let him, him know push, you're there, man. and then forget oh, yeah. he's there. And, and that's, that's a great plan with Kucherov. I love it. I love it. Keep it coming, and. And something that I also did notice last game that was a lot more prevalent than it was in game one, as soon as the play was whistled dead, like Corpy has the puck, um, it's whistled dead, there was, just, there was so much action around the net in terms of pushing and shoving and guys wanting to just like decapitate other guys. It, it just seemed like it was taken to a whole nother level that we have not seen from game one. Or even the Leaf series. It goes. And I mean, I think it's. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, I just. I think it goes back to just the frustration that we are causing these Tampa Bay Lightning players. Yeah. They just can't get an open lane. They can't get an open shot. We're shutting down the middle, and I think these guys for for two years in a row now, it's evident that they are struggling against the Blue Jackets again. Hell, game one did we lose? Yeah, but it took them eight Five. periods to beat us. Eight. And we come back game two like it didn't phase yeah. us. That's our game, man. Is I think that's I mean clearly that's when we're at our best is when there's a lot of pushing and shoving going on in the blue paint. Um, when it gets chippy, when it gets physical, that's the Blue Jackets game. Tampa's trying to play that game. They played that game pretty well in game one. They did. They played it great. They couldn't do it another time. They couldn't do it again. No. And that's that's what this Blue Jackets team does game in game out every single night. Uh, is just absolutely wear you down. That's why this team is such a good playoff team. They've made the playoffs. This is four or five years straight. Four now. years straight. Four years straight, um, and they've done well. I mean, they took, they they won both games against the Capitals uh, the year the Capitals won the Cup. Uh, that was the younger team than what we have now, but uh, we were up two zero coming back home right. against the Capitals, and it, we blew that. We, series, we won two away against the yeah. Stanley. Yeah, against who would have <laughs> went and won the Stanley Cup champions yeah. championship, but. That, that's what this team does. They just grind you down and grind you down, and they're so they have so much stamina. Uh, teams can't teams like Tampa. I mean, they've got the skill, but that's all they've got. They don't yeah. have everything. They don't have what it takes. They really don't. I mean, it's it'll be. I mean, I don't think sound, we're sound. I'm sound super cocky. You right are there, and, and I'm going to kind of balance it out here by saying this series is not over at all. Not even a little and bit. And I could potentially see it going seven games, but if I if I am picking a team in this series, I got to pick a John Tortorella coach team 
where, like you said, Kyle, we're built for this. We're built to break these teams down and frustrate them. And I think Tampa Bay, once again, I think they came into this series. I think they came into game two after they after they got that Kucherov goal. And I, I think they thought this is over. Yeah. It looked like that. I, I'm not going to lie. I thought that. <laughs> I did too, <laughs> especially having no shots in the first 12 minutes. But... Yeah, I mean, I, I think they got a little cocky, and we went we went back to the way that we play, and it it frustrated the hell. As long as they can, as players. long as they can keep finding goals like the way like they did. There was just want to bring this up. There's no lucky goals that happened in this game. Every goal was no. on purpose. Absolutely, one hundred percent by both sides. Even even Winberg will give it to him. It might have been on purpose. <laughs> yeah. He might have. Did just he actually it. mean to do that? I still don't know. <laughs> I still have to watch it a couple of thousand more times to make sure it was okay. Um, I forget what I was saying. I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't know what your point Something was. Something about Winberg. Whatever. We have a lot of series left to play. Um, as long as they can keep finding offense like they did, I think that, that we should have no problem. I mean, we've seen the defense clearly. We shut down Toronto. I mean, they, they did... They did also shut us out one game, but we had two shutouts against them, which is unheard of. They they were only shut out once in the regular season. That's insane. And we shut them out twice in one series. And yet Corpy's still not getting respect. I don't care. I, yeah, I, I hope people will get to that. I don't yeah. think we're there yet, but okay. I, I think I like Corpy not getting the respect. I, I think do. Corpy likes that. This team still, I mean, we're seeing a little bit of talk, a little bit of chatter, and... We're still not fully getting respect that we deserve. That's I mean. fine. And I, it, exactly. I, the, I think Tortorella said it. Um, I was listening to maybe CBJ and 30 with old Bobby Mack. Good guy, Bobby Mack. Friend of the pod. And uh, uh, Tortorella said, you know what? If we're not getting it, that's fine. That's kind of that's our, our, our MO. That's how we, you know, if we're not going to get respect from around the league, that's going to just pretty much motivate us to keep doing what we're doing. And, if we got to fly under the radar, we'll fly under the radar. But yeah, I think in the league's eye, we're we're kind of that, you know, bottom feeding, um, grimy, dirty team that shouldn't be here. That no shouldn't stars. be here. That that beats teams by accident. Um, I think people still think that we're beating teams by accident. I think four years straight in the playoffs, yeah. uh, sweeping Tampa Bay last year and then beating Toronto this year in a series. I mean, if if we're not getting the respect after that. I don't know when we will. And I again, think we should. Uh, no, it'll jinx it. Bring back our shirts to say we were supposed to suck this year. Ooh, that Tortorella quote. I think maybe if we win this series, how about if we win the cup? Because then it's over. Because if we if we drop the shirt again, it'll be because we as soon as we drop the shirt this year, we lost like five in a row. So okay, yeah. I don't want I don't want that on. So my let's conscience. maybe not just ever talk about that again until we win the cup. That's fine. Okay. Um. Yeah, whatever. I don't. Uh, you made me forget what I was saying again. Damn it! God, I don't know. I don't think it was anything very important. Just how we're underrated and nobody ever that's takes right. us credible. But that's how it's always been, and that's yeah. what um, that's what Metzl was even talking about last night, and Jody talked about it last night. Is that's that's who this team is. I mean, that's what they have. I think Torts even said it in the presser. That's that's exactly what this team is. That's yeah. the, this team that's what is what we do. Has it. What it started as was a bunch of no names who were just grinding teams down. Mm-hmm. Uh, now we're we've got those no names are turning into stars by grinding teams down. Um, and 
you know, maybe it'll take a couple more years for us to for teams to actually respect us. But until then, I like being the underdog. I do too. I, I like the role, and that I think that'll for that'll be our role for years to come, no matter what we do. And yeah, and I think uh, you know it's the argument that I've always heard as from a Blue Jackets fan is you know when we want to get respect from other teams is oh well win win a playoff series oh well, well go to the playoffs more than once you know we're doing that like we 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 swept the Leafs last year we we beat Toronto qualifying round playoff round yeah, one we whatever s- we sweeped the uh, Lightning sorry. I don't know why. To this day, I always get them confused. To this day, they are you just blue. Did it. They're blue and white. They both start with an L. Sorry, <laughs> but anyways, uh, yeah, it's we'll never get it. I don't care. It that's just the way Columbus is, and we're just, we're not seen as a we're not seen as a big market in the in the eyes of of hockey fans around the league. But you know, whatever. I don't care. I like it. I saw a tweet um, last night. It was I don't remember who tweeted it, but. Uh, basically in the realms of when is it when when do old vets who just want to win one start coming to Columbus? Yeah, uh, dude. I mean that Seriously. it's getting to that point. Um, Seriously. With this team that we have, yeah. I mean, why not? Why can't we get a, you know, a couple 33, 34, 35 year old decent centers or forwards mm-hmm. that want to win one? Because we have the defense to win defense wins championships. We have that defense now. We do. Without any question in my mind. With no question in my mind, we have that defense. Now we and we have that goaltending. Without without a question, we have that goaltending. Yeah. All we need is that offense now to solidify it. It's not there yet. I don't think. I think last night was a good sign, uh, but they have to do it again and again and again and again. I don't uh, even four, think we need. It's funny you brought that up because I legitimately was thinking about this the other day. I was, I think, just yesterday, where free agency is coming up, and I don't want to look. I don't want to look beyond the, this series, whatever, but it is something that's going to be coming up here, and, and we got to think about it. And I, I, I thought in the back of my mind, I really feel like this is the year we're going to see a couple big name, free agent names, sign in Columbus. We, I, have, the, we have the cap space. We do have the cap for space. For maybe one or two more years. And I don't think that it's a, a matter of we need the offense right now. I think it's a matter of teams or, or players are looking at us like, Damn, you know what? This team is built pretty good, and I think if 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 I was to come on this team, I could m- make it better offensively and see where things go. So I would not be shocked if if this was the off season where uh, not like huge names, but notable names within this league decide to come to Columbus and give it a shot, try it out, because we're not a slouch and we're, we we haven't been a slouch for forty five years now. It's so. well since twenty fourteen, I would argue. I mean. Even in 2015, 2016, 2016, we made the playoffs. Uh, there was a gap, a year gap in between 2014, 2016. Obviously, it's 2015 yeah. uh, that we didn't make the playoffs. Good job. Um, but we were right there. We were right there at the, you know, fighting until the end. Again, it's not like we've, we were out of it. I don't remember the last time that, you know, we had a season like Detroit had this year yeah. where you knew that you were out of it. Been a Halfway long through the time. season, right? Been a long time. It's been a long because time. because even the even the even the times we haven't made the playoffs in the past eight years, we had good teams that were always almost right there on the bubble. Yeah, I remember losing a game. I think it was to Minnesota, like the last game of the year, and it was under Todd Richards, and it was it came down to us or them, and we tied, and they had the tiebreaker. So it was it's, it's it, brutal. It, it seems like it was like it was seasons like that where we had good teams, good structured teams, and 
We just there were a couple instances we were just on the outside looking in, but we've had good teams here in the past five, six, seven years in Columbus, and it's, and it's I would not better. be shocked if a if a if a couple solid free agents. You know what's funny about that is is seven eight years ago who started here. It was Yarm Yarmo's only been here oh, yeah. for eight years. Yeah, dude. I mean, that, I don't think that's a coincidence. No, um, by any he. I don't. I think there is a, a award in the league for like best GM. I imagine there has to be. He's got to be in that conversation. I mean, he's one of the better GMs in the league. Yeah. In my opinion, <clears throat> um, just based off of what he's done. I mean, look at Bobrovsky. The whole Bobrovsky yeah. situation. Uh, what and he's done with the goaltending since with that. You know, we brought in Elvis. I think he's done such an amazing job with this team. Uh, yeah. It's we couldn't have asked for a better situation than what we have right now he's an evil genius with his bald head i i agree and don't quote me on this but do or fact check me Uh, i'm pretty i'm pretty sure over the past like four to five years the blue jackets are like top five in overall regular season wins in the whole national hockey league because we've been we've been consistently good where there's some teams that have fallen off you know and where they have a terrible season but they have a good season blue jackets have consistently had a good seasons over the over the span of the last five six years where i'm fairly confident that we are now like top five in terms of regular season wins uh in the whole nhl which is you know fantastic but yeah i think that doesn't sound too far off like you said because we've been consistent um teams like tampa have been that good for two years now all right back to back to game two uh there was an instance that came up that we're not seeing anything talked about it once again uh Kind of like the Cam Atkinson incident of Game One, the Kirby getting an elbow to the to the face. Game Game or Game One as well, but Seth Jones just pretty much gets a sucker punch, uh, and nothing. We're not we're not seeing anything result from it. It didn't result in two minutes. Didn't result in a game misconduct. Um, he literally got punched away from the puck, and nothing. And not even like a NHL player safety coming out saying they're going to review it. What was your thoughts on that one? My thoughts on that are I I feel like we've been hearing this is playoff hockey for a couple of years now from other teams that do that. Yeah. Uh from Boston especially. Um and I'm starting to believe them. I think that in playoff hockey the refs let them play more and and the the league doesn't look that's what they want in playoff hockey. That's when the most eyes are on the league. Um but I I feel like there's it's more lenient in playoff hockey. It's it's proven true. Every they've been consistent with that. They've they been, have. They have. They've yeah. been consistently bad. So, at least they're consistent um, every year that we've been in. That you know, there's. I mean, look at last year. Brad Marchand coming up to Scott Harrington, yeah, and just almost taking his head off after play from behind and skates away. I mean, I, I guess I would. I would say that you know, if if the argument is this is playoff hockey, and that's just how things are done. If it's even across the board in the playoffs, that's fine. Whatever. If that's what if that's how we're going to go with things, cool. But you can't call it if Seth Jones decides to retaliate. You know what I mean? And I would say this too: like if that is the case and that is playoff hockey, that kind of makes sense because a lot of these teams that make the playoffs consistently, the Washingtons, the Boston's, you know, because from the Eastern Conference mainly, they seem to translate that playoff style into regular season quite often with dirty shit. Yeah, usually, and it's usually from your boy, uh, Tom Wilson over hey. there. 
I would love to have Will Wilson on this team. Who has done nothing but fight people in the Fine series with, with him in, I love in it. New York. Old-time hockey, bud. It's Hey, we've seen more fights in this playoffs than I think we've seen in the last couple seasons put together. Yeah. I mean, this is great. Maybe we just need to have no fans ever. I <laughs> No, to see don't more you dare no, say I can't. That. I want to go back to nationwide God, so bad. I, I miss the the smell, the musk. I miss the thirteen dollar beers. I miss getting drunk, but the next day looking at your bank statement and you spent two hundred and forty dollars at Nationwide Ouch. Arena. Mm. I miss those days. Miss that. Miss them. Yikes! Yeah, I don't. I don't miss that in particular. <laughs> yeah, but I do miss Nationwide Arena. Um, now the fights. The fights have been good. Um, I, I think PLD is getting to that point, too, where um, he was kind of getting under Kucherov's skin. I think um, the fighting is... I don't know. I don't know what I'm There will be about. a fight in Game 3. You think so? Between sure. who? Blue Jackets and Tampa Bay. Well, they've been... I mean, like, who do you think... Who do you think... I mean, it's going to be Kucherov, I think. But potentially Kucherov. I could see maybe Hedman. Um... It's got to be Felino or Dubois. I mean, dropping the gloves. Yeah, for sure. Or Jenner. Jenner could potentially do it, but I think I think Felino might lead the way. Yeah, I mean the Felino's favorite man, the the four yeah. cheese blend. He's he's probably the best fighter on this team. I think right now. Got it. Makes me really miss uh, Bowl, Jared Bowl. <laughs> Jared Bowl. Man, he's what still a here. guy. He's still with he's the still in Columbus. He works yeah. with the organization. He doesn't work. I know, but he doesn't like work. I, I miss him on the ice, just fighting yeah. people. I'm surprised they didn't make him like purpose. a because they they groomed Jody Shelley for TV. He started in the radio booth with Bob McGillicott. Then right. he went to TV. I'm surprised old Jared Bull hasn't like because Bob McGillicott's up there by himself. Why not have an analyst? Why not have Jared Bull next to you? I don't. Yeah, that is kind of weird. Why I don't not maybe groom him into the next next little analyst guy. I don't really listen to other teams like radio broadcast ever, but is. Do other teams? A lot of them have the analyst. Like they have the play-by-play, then they have the analyst. That's okay. that's consistent for TV and radio. Yeah, maybe they just haven't found anybody. I don't know. You would think. I mean, there's a lot of. Tell you what, Bobby Mack. I get get Daddy Hartnell up there. Maybe he's he lives in Columbus mm-hmm. still. Tell you what, we'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> just be like, now here's the artillery. They're gonna give the play-by. They're gonna give the ana- analysis. The color of the commentators. Display. Yeah. Yep. We just be drunk off our ass and cussing. Well, here's Bobby Mack. Here's what happened. So here, yeah, this asshole over here. That's my drunken person. Well, you, we are, you already got us fired because you can't say asshole on the radio. Damn it. That's All right. a lot, man. Do you have anything else you want to say before we answer some questions? Um, I just just read through my notes here. Bjorky's heating up. We talked about that. Uh, these teams do not like each other at all. I think no. there might be some kind of... We may have a little rivalry, rivalry going. Yeah. yeah. Um, don't tell that to Pittsburgh, but... <laughs> uh, R.I.P. I think that... There's something there. I mean, especially going back to last year when we when we sweeped them, <laughs> sweeped uh, them. I there's definitely. I mean, it's the same, it's basically the same players. We've lost a couple. I think Tampa Bay is pretty much the same team, um, with the exception of a few. Yeah, but yeah, they're pretty much the, the same the, core the guys core. that we yeah, played last year for sure. sure. Uh, I think that there's bad blood there from their point because we made them look stupid <laughs> in the playoffs yeah. last year. I mean, we're still making them look stupid. Yeah, making. I cannot wait until Kucherov just explodes, man. There's he's got to have some kind of. They have to see that, right, and be like, "Look, dude, stop. Yeah, you cannot react. Stop reacting. That's what they want. If we, he cannot be yeah. that hot headed. No, can't. he is. He he is. 
Ah, dude. And going back to what you said about old text and just coming off a little innocent. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so fun. That one His where he's based on the bench. Like, how could you get mad at it? You can't. I mean, how could you ever call him for a penalty? No. It doesn't make any sense to call no. him for a penalty. For any, the Man. one I keep that I keep playing back in my mind is the one where he just shoves him with two hands real quick and then just looks away. Yeah. Like, shoves him <laughs> and just looks away and won't look at him again. It's so funny. It's so it. good. I love it, man. Because oh. like, what's if if Kucherov tries to beat Texas ass? Like, that's gonna be a bench clearing brawl. Oh, absolutely. Because he's a little boy. I oh, Felino, that's <laughs> Felino's son. Yeah, I mean that's. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, who him and PLD have a great relationship. So you know PLD come out of that. He'd come over. He hop over the boards and beat Kucherov's ass if they're not on the same line. Yeah, together. there's two. Yeah. I've yeah. I've always I always want to like hear their French conversations <laughs> and what they say to each other. Yeah, it's got to be good. Oh, for sure. Mic them up and get a translator. For sure. <laughs> I'm in for that. All right, all right. I think I'm ready. Oh, Wierenski was getting under his skin too. I don't know if you saw any of that, but I'm a big fan of old Z with that uh, keeping the trash stash. You yeah, know? he's he's he always looks he always looks annoyed. <laughs> Do you notice that he? Yeah. Even when he was pissing, uh, it was a cross. He kind of cross-checked Kucherov in the hip at the end of the first period. Um, which, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which pissed Kucherov <laughs> off quite a bit. I think I, I I legitimately think they have team meetings. They're like, all right, everybody do what you can to piss off Kucherov right. and get him out. So of here. Wierenski did it, and then like was going to skate back to the bench, and here comes Kucherov, like, oh, you yeah. son of a bitch, uh-huh. and threw Wierenski on the boards, and Wierenski just looked annoyed the whole time, like, yeah. get off me, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just like his confidence and keeping the trash stash. You know, he goes into the the into the bubble and is like, you know what, this is here to stay. I love it. He knows he's one of the best defensemen in the league. He can rock the ball in the trash stash. All right, going to questions here. Ready for let's get social. Let's do it. I think we got quite a bit here today. Around twenty questions. I won't read them all probably, but maybe I will. I don't know. Uh, first one from Ohio Country Gent at OH Country Gent, friend of the pod. Is Scotiabank Arena actually haunted, or did Portsline sneak up on Torts? <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing about Portsline. He doesn't know what sneaking is. That's why the noise happened. <laughs> yeah. He was knocking things over. <laughs> God damn. Okay. I'm not going to take that any farther, but that was, it was a yeah, funny video. We posted it on the artillery uh, social channels of Torts just like, he's in the post-game presser, and before it really gets going, he kind of looks over his shoulders like, oh, what was that? The hell was that? <laughs> what the hell was that? Is it ghost of it was the ghost of Toronto's playoff chances. <laughs> it it's, was it's dead haunting Scotiabank Arena. <laughs> yeah, you love to see it. Uh, next question from Lil Booner, aka Drunkle Savard. That's a good one. Did he really change his name to that? What a weirdo. <laughs> At Lil Boomer CBJ, friend of the pod. At what point will one of our guys step up and beat the shit out of a Tampa player for a cheap shot on Seth? Well, I called it. I'm calling it now. There's going to be an actual dropping of the gloves fight, game three. Yeah, you think it'll be Felino? I think it'll be Felino. I think it's got to be. Lil Boomer also thinks it's yeah. going to be Felino. Hand deliver Felino's favorite repeatedly. Yeah, it'll be at a at a at a good moment. It won't be at a moment that'll like really affect us or put us down. I think it'll be a a a, a thought about str- some strategery in there, and there's going to be a fight. It's gonna be a fight. Yes, it's a fight. What you know? What you don't do at Fight Club. Talk about Fight. Club. You don't talk about f- or outside of Fight Club. Don't talk about Fight Club. I don't think. I don't think you know. Apparently, I'm not in Fight Club. Uh, next question from Haley Wex at H underscore Wex, friend of the pod. Why do the refs hate us? 
Also, do we finally have an ass hat date? <laughs> Uh, I don't, I don't think the refs hate us. I really don't. And I, I joked about it last podcast there, you know, there's this underlying con- conspiracy that we don't have any stars in the NHL. They want stars, so they're going to do what they can to get us out. That was a joke. Um, but that does seem like, was it though? Kinda. <laughs> I do like a good conspiracy though. Don't get me wrong. I, I can go down some deep rabbit holes. Uh, but yeah, I don't think they necessarily hate us. But there's been some some questionable non calls that uh, really grind my gears, as the kids say. As the kids say, huh? Yeah. You should have seen this holding earlier today uh, that they called. It was the game before this one that we're watching against St. Louis and Vancouver. But uh, same exact play that Seth Jones got called for, except. The, the defender literally did not touch the guy at all, and they called a holding on him. Oh, I saw that. I saw that. Yep. Did not even touch him. That I, was the I, – I Philadelphia ignored, game. I ignored the first minute of what you were saying, but that was the Flyers game, right? Yes, that was okay. the Flyers game. Gotcha. But I was watching that. But Hedman, to this day, Cam is still – Cam Mackinson is still sliding across ice <laughs> as we speak Taking because the he net got with hit him. so hard. Taking the net with him. And he did not get a call for that. All right, yeah. moving on. Before I get pissed again, asked. And I will date. say this: uh, I think the we had more power play opportunities last game. So and the game before, uh, the game, it we was did, five before the game before. Yeah, but we didn't get any in OT, which sucked. That did suck because there was two opportunities where we could have scored uh, power play goal. We did. <laughs> we have scored. I know two? we. I know we said. <laughs> I know we already said that, but I can't believe it. We scored two in two games. Two in two games. It's a whole new team. Wow. I'm blown. Who away. Who are these guys? I don't know. We have an ass tat date. It's set. No, it's not set. It'll happen though. And trust me, there will be picks when it happens. We're gonna do it. We can- not not just picks of just one half cheek, full on butt. Oh, <laughs> you have a hairy butt. You strike me as a hairy butt guy. Def- do I? Yeah. Is it because of all the hair all all over the rest of me? Yes. Yes, I've I do never have a hairy seen butt. butt. I feel like friends should have seen their butt at one point. Well, I mean, what are you doing after the pod? Uh, we're showing each other our butts. Cool. All right. Next question from Dave at David underscore all 103. If Jones had punched Kalorn like that, would he already be suspended? No, they would have suspended Felino. <laughs> there would have been, he would have sat too much, probably game misconduct. He would have been out the rest of the game. I, I truly believe that. I do too. I don't see what, I don't see why not. I mean, that's, we haven't seen any evidence to say that they wouldn't do that to Seth Jones. Yeah. Poor guy. He's just Poor playing guy. his hardest, and they're just <laughs> they're just making it so hard on him. Uh, next one from S- Stephen Pewower. You did good there. Stephen P. Pewower. <laughs> How do you... Okay. Um, We're going to need the... Uh, Stephen... War. I think you just go into the question now. He said he's going to be in Tampa tomorrow before the game and wearing CBJ gear. He may not make it back north Sunday alive. Honestly, Why are you in Tampa, Pewawar? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think. I think you'll be fine. I don't think their fan base is as like rabid as like a Pittsburgh or oh, not or even close. They're from Florida. Yeah, they're all like they all have walkers and they're all in their nineties, aren't they? Uh, not in Tampa. Oh, like in the that's in the Keys. Yeah, but like even like on I, something I kind of noticed, uh, maybe because Toronto just has probably the biggest fan base in all of hockey. But like coming to this series, like I don't see much action from Tampa Bay fans. No, they don't. 
it's Florida. They don't, yeah, they don't care, care about hockey down there. I mean, they yeah. might they have one of the best teams. Maybe the league is like one of the best regular season teams this league has probably ever seen. <laughs> one of the most regular season teams this league has ever seen. Postseason, yeah. Not so much. But yeah. yeah, one of the best regular season teams maybe ever. And they just don't really care down there. I mean, they have fans. Don't get me wrong, they sell out their games, but Yeah. I, I feel like a Columbus fan would kill somebody for this team. <laughs> probably. And that's goes for most northern, especially all the Canadian if teams. If you went to like except Pittsburgh, for Ottawa, nobody if you went to Ottawa. Pittsburgh, Washington, Toronto, I'd be a little concerned for your safety. But Tampa, I think you'll be all right. You'll be fine. And honestly, yeah. Pittsburgh fans aren't that bad. Unfortunately, from our experience this year, I hate to say it, they're Pittsburgh actually, fans were pretty cool. They were pretty nice to us. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Uh, we'll put on. Oh, why is she in there? Ew. Sorry. Sorry. I'm like kind of out of it today i started working today for the first time uh, in a couple months because i had to find a job because rent and uh god forbid <laughs> yeah it's, it's your boy is not used to the workforce little boomers i've been on easy street all right next <laughs> question from joseph garrigan at joseph garrigan after seeing how he played last night's game how many more games do you feel it will take for Columbus to seal off Tampa Bay. So let's do series predictions, the rest of the series. All right. Uh, it goes six games. You think it goes six? I think it goes five. I think we win, We went out. We went out? Yeah. I tweeted it. I said Coats and five. Yeah. I, I mean, honestly, if, if we the way we lock this team down and not give them any ability to score whatsoever, <laughs> it, could be, it could be five. Honestly, now, we could go the rest of the way out. I don't want to jinx it. But I could see it going six. We've done it before. Yeah. You know, just one four straight. Yeah. Against the same team. And we're we're kind of only down one player that I Panarin. Yeah. I don't really count Duchesne as being a pivotal part of our playoff. Wow, that was a lot of pivotal a, part of our playoff that plan. That was a lot of alliteration right there. Pivotal part of our playoff plan. <laughs> Say that five times. <laughs> pivotal fast. part of our playoff plan. Last year, heard it here first. <laughs> and Bobrovsky give you know he gives up a shit ton of goals in the postseason. Oh, we upgraded. So we upgraded bigly, bigly, bigly. In the words of Trump, <laughs> bigly. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean it was a hell of an upgrade. And let me just let me just talk about the upgrade here. So this is from a uh, what's his name on Twitter, Dmitry Filipovic on Twitter. Uh, Jonas Corposalo so far this postseason. I'm just going to read his tweet verbatim. 9-6-2 save percentage in six games. Pretty good. Is that good? I think so. Uh, he has stopped the first 57 shots he faced So in, in the postseason, so that goes back to the Leafs. Uh, shutouts in a do-or-die game. Made 85 saves in a single game. NHL record. Stopped 100 and 54 of 158 shots in three games since getting pulled in, I think it was, what, game three or game two? Game three versus the Leafs. Uh, yeah, and he's doing it against the first and the fourth highest-scoring teams this season. Is that good? That's pretty good. So to, to say an upgrade, a little bit, yeah. A little bit, yeah. yeah. So long story short, yeah, I could, I could side with you know. Going if they, five if they continue this, if they continue this, which 
Again, I don't see any reason to believe why they why we would think they would not continue this. Yeah. Tampa Bay is just going to get more frustrated. They're going to get more uneasy. They're going to get more penalties. And I, yeah, honestly, Kyle, I agree. I could see this going five. Going five? I could see it. You if we play the first. way we're playing, if we come out and and have a crap game, then things could change. But if we can, we, if we if we play this same defensive style that we have been, coats and five, coats and five. Next question from Tyler Zweydorf. Well, I I see your name all the time, dude, and I still don't know how to say it. <laughs> At Zweiler underscore Tydorf. How worried should we be that Cam is ouchy? Cam is ouchy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that, by the way. I think uh, I think Jody nailed it on the head on the broadcast last night. Um, we're he's pretty sure that Cam was hurt before that. Did we not say that last podcast? We talked about how he looked like he was hurt because yeah. he just wasn't he wasn't himself. He wasn't as fast as he usually is. He wasn't nope. shooting. He wasn't and, his passing wasn't there. Yeah, um, and, and Tortorella was not giving him shit for it. Right, and he will he will give a player shit, especially a guy like Cam Atkinson. If he's not playing well, and yeah, I think, I think that was kind of the dead giveaway to Cam was hurt prior. I agree. I agree with that, and that um, he he may have reaggravated an injury from earlier this season uh, in in the series against Toronto, possibly. But that headman, uh, you know, pull down from behind definitely did not help things. Yeah, we don't we don't know too much beyond it. He is listed as unfit to play. Hopefully. We get some type of answers as to as if we'll see him again. Um, but in, in, long story short, will it affect us? I, if we're if we were playing with a hurt Cam Atkinson and we we, we were still winning, I I don't think it'll affect us that much. So I, I think we're good. I think when he comes back healthy, uh, it's going to do nothing but help us. Oh, for sure. A, a, a healthy Cam Atkinson on this team, I mean, is irreplaceable. I agree with that. Jake Cahill at Cahill underscore forty two. Fast forward three years, who's our starting five and I don't want to answer that. That's just too far away. Go, next question. That's the last question. Why don't you just live in the moment? Well, why can't can't we just have a little fun? It's hypothetical. Three years, starting five? Foodie. Foodie's on there. Foodie. PLD. PLD. Who's your left winger? I don't know. Some Taylor Hall. I was going to say Taylor Hall. Taylor Hall. And he's obviously Wawrinski and Jones. Wawrinski and Jones. still going to be here. And who's our goalie? Corpus Allo. Elvis gets traded in the offseason. That's the only question we have. Not even Taylor Hall. That's not a question. We know Taylor Hall's coming. Do we? It's who's our goalie. <laughs> Elvis or Corpy. If we the- speak this Taylor Hall into existence, it'll happen, right? We're going to. I think so. Will that, uh, I mean, also a good free agent. Ryan Nugent Hopkins. I mean, he'd be a Ryan good. Nugent Hopkins. He could be a good, you know, addition to the old CBJ in the offseason. Maybe. I. Yeah, maybe. Um. Yeah, I think we're done here. We're done. I. I. Who's the tendy though? We're still, we're going to be talking Corby. about this. For I said years. We're, we're trading Merz Lincolns in the offseason. We're bringing a bigger piece in. I think we're going to have both those guys. I think we're going to have both those guys, and in three years, we're still going to be arguing about who st- who should start. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> oh man, we're done here. I texted you on the way here. I said, nice little 30-minute quick pod, and we're at, we're at an hour. This is what we do when we talk about our BJs. It is. We like talking about our BJs for long periods of time. Don't forget, BJs are for everyone. <laughs> they are. Good Good job, Kyle. Shoptheartillery.com. Shoptheartillery.com. All right, we're done. Uh, thanks for listening to episode 148 of the podcast. Uh, you want to give our predictions just for uh, tomorrow? In no, terms we of didn't score? get predictions for the last game, and, and we won. Yep, so no we predictions. Can't, uh, can't jinx it. We shouldn't. Pre- no, no predictions. All right, that's fine. Uh, Jackets in action. It's a seven seven thirty start. 
Saturday? 7.30 start on Saturday. Uh, tomorrow, if you're listening to this tonight. No. And today, if you're listening to it tomorrow. <laughs> you'll, love, you'll love to hear it. You'll love to see it. Uh, game three, Jackets will get it done. Uh, we're done here. Thanks for listening, little boomers. Don't forget, check out High Bank Co. They are, uh, they'll have the game on tomorrow. Uh, check them out, highbankco.com, for more details. Also, shop the artillery if you want to buy some merch for the Blue Jackets and wear it on your body. Wear that on your body. Yes. All right, we're done. Goodbye. See you later. Source.